Hello. Welcome to Dish Knows Nothing. I'm Michael Dishno. Sometimes we'll talk about stuff, and other days we'll talk about things. Some days we're just going to talk about what's on my mind. This is a warning. Thank you for listening. Well, well, well. Um, thank you for listening. Yeah, I think that's a, a really good way to go about it. I think uh, I, I wanted to start off today's show um, with just a little bit as I uh, sit here drinking my coffee. And, um, you know, I am blown away by the amount of support that I've gotten from you guys. You guys have been super awesome and receptive to the lack of content that my content has been. Um, in a way uh and it's just been super rad i feel like i've been getting to know people in like the weirdest ways because it's not it's not like sitting down and being like hey like how's it going what's up and really getting to know someone on that level but like you know i randomly know about you know what your pizza orders are and like how you take cheese and things like that and i think it's it's been really rad i i would just want to say thank you and keep it coming um as i keep coming out with episodes um keep the engagement up it's been super fun it's been uh, a really cool week um by the time that uh, you guys are here in this one that second episode will be out i hope you guys liked it <laughs> um i will say for anyone who stuck around the entire episode and listened to me read a children's book for about 20 to 30 minutes thank you i feel like we shared something really special with that and that that does not go unnoticed if you listened let me know um I'll uh, give you a high five through the internet and uh, just recognize that we shared a special moment of reading that book together because that was a deep book actually I think it really surprised me how it came in and you know explained what it explained at such a level and I'm being vague because if this is making you interested and curious you kind of have to go listen to it um I won't mind if you skip the, the the first half of the podcast and I think it starts about like 30 to 40 minutes in um so thanks for for sticking through with that one. But again, I'm just so glad that we could share that that special moment of reading uh, that book. Um, moving on today, uh, we're jumping right in. Um, got a lot of content. I will say, and this is the preface. I have no clue how long this episode is going to be as we're starting to record it. We have some really great content. In fact, I have my first guest, and I'm so stoked to to uh, share who it is and share. The conversation that we'll all have together and just see what happens um but uh this might be the type of episode you you pause and you break up and you, you come back around because we have a lot to talk about and i want to i just want to spend the time talking about it but uh moving on we have our sponsors that i i have to just throw out there um today is alan um alan you know who you are and uh you are the last person that texted me so you were fresh on my mind and I'm glad you're loving the show. I'm so excited to see what you're going to buy me as you sponsor me in this podcast. Um, the second one, we remain hopeful. Stance. I love your guys' stuff. I'd love to receive free stuff to talk about you because I will already talk about you. But uh, I'd love to get the hookup because I absolutely love Stance socks. Again, I counted uh, the other day and I got quite a few. If you're wondering how many I have... I'm going to stay vague again, and you're just going to have to listen to the upper other episode at this point. If you don't care at all, keep listening to this one. Today, 
with my first guest. The song of the day. It's a bit of a clue to who it is, and, and we'll really get to who it is, and we'll learn more about who it is and who they are before we dive into the topics. But the song of the day is Send My Love by Adele. Now, this is a great song. I will say Adele is extremely talented, and this song, although I feel like it's one of the more mainstream ones, it's still a really great song in my opinion. I think it is catchy. It's got a good good tune, and I actually just love to sing it. Um, if I could play it on a podcast right now, I'd probably be playing on this right now, but I still, again, do not know the rules on that. I actually am still just struggling to see if I can upload the second one properly, but... Um, we're going to see how the third one goes too, but, uh, I hope you guys dig that song again. Listen to it. I'll listen to it. I'll think of you as you guys listen to it. Think of me now, if I had a soundboard, it would be going off right now. Um, we'd have some drum rolls. We'd have the cheers of the people. Um, I will say I'm going to figure out a laugh track. I will do it. Um, I'm totally okay. Uh, putting in laughs for my own things that I say and you know hopefully that makes you guys laugh but for the guest today of the first show with a guest today is Bryce Turkaz <laughs> it's so hard to stay quiet through that <laughs> I, I'm actually I'm really impressed on that one I, I like uh, me sitting over here I actually let me add this we got a couch today me and my wife um, and we're recording on it. Me and Bryce just chillaxing right now. Pretty good. I got mics up in our faces, and we are we are recording, kind of taking the lounge to a whole new level. Um, and sitting here, as I was trying to muster whatever the heck I was going to be saying, <laughs> Bryce is like trying to hold it in so much. He's holding it in like a champ. And so, you know what? <laughs> Respect for that automatically, Bryce. But, you know, oh I'm so stoked to have Bryce on here. Bryce is a friend of mine, and when I was thinking of these topics, I've actually thought of these topics for a really long time and I didn't even know how to vocalize them or who to talk to about them. But when I decided that, you know what, I'm going to talk about these in a, in an episode early on, I wanted to have Bryce on this show and I wanted to talk about them with Bryce. Cause I think this conversation is going to get really interesting. I'm and excited. I, this will be cool. I'm so stoked. I'm actually super stoked that you're excited too. Yeah. So, um, let's not dive in too quick though. Yeah. Let's remember People hardly know me. People might not at all know Bryce. No. So, in the most exhaustive way that you can, who's Bryce? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> the most exhaustive. Uh, let's see. Um, well, uh, I drive 45 minutes to work every day. Um, and so, if that doesn't tell you dedication, I don't know what it does. Um, I don't hate it. It's actually fun. Driving's cool. Um, let's see. How many cars do you have? I have two cars. What kind of cars, Bryce? Ooh, let's see. I have an electric one, and I have uh, a manual convertible Roadster, and they both have license plate frames on them that reference each other. I'm that guy. <laughs> you said uh, a word there that I wasn't too familiar with. Was it? I think it was Spanish. You said Emmanuel. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's an it's Emmanuel. <laughs> yeah, I, I I have three pedals, so most people who get in my car don't know what the hell to do with it. Um, oh no, I love it. It's fun. It's probably it. my my most prized possession. I enjoy that thing a lot. It's great, um, yeah. So yeah, car nerd, uh, tech nerd. I probably bored your wife with uh, 
uh, Wi-Fi issues earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> she's a good sport. She's, she's awesome. She's so nice, and she will never tell you yeah. that. But you know, she's like, "Wow, that's interesting," and I could just tell that it wasn't interesting to her at all. <laughs> yeah, she'll take it like shit. I mean, yeah. <laughs> she's been with me for six years. She's used to having to have a conversation that she's like, "Okay." Yeah. Um, um, uh, so yeah, if yeah. that tells you enough about me too, the first conversation I have with people is about Wi-Fi issues. So um, that's all I care about, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, tech nerd, uh, work at nondescript company. Um, <laughs> number uh, number two, number it is, two, right? right? Yeah, 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 that's exactly. what I thought. Number two. Um, I need to stop saying um so much. Wow. No, don't worry about it. I say um all the time. <laughs> as long as you say all your other words faster. Yeah, then, there you uh, go. Doesn't it's, matter. It sounds better. Makes up. Exactly. Uh, and there it is again. <laughs> yeah. Let, let's let me uh, ask you some questions. Maybe. Yeah, let's do it. Let's ask some important questions that I think will paint a good picture for all these folks, all these listeners, yeah. and uh, we'll get to know Bryce on a good level before we oh, dive actually, in. Actually, I have a comment. Say Pineapple on pizza, oh. pretty good. Dang. It's pretty good. It's not like my favorite pizza, but like if it's there, I'll have it. So question. Um, this was brought to my attention by some folks. Yeah. Do you do marinara or do you opt for like barbecue? Because I heard barbecue sauce was actually the way to go, and I'm a little more wow. entertained about that. I've actually that. never done that. I've only done marinara. You've done marinara. Okay. Yeah, it's usually just like pineapple on pizza with marinara. Pineapple with ham, and then just like regular yeah, yeah. pizza below it. That's crazy. Barbecue sauce actually does. I, have to try I that. feel like that would actually be better. Yeah. Um, I feel like the Italian pineapple is what doesn't sit well with me. Interesting. Um, but yeah, okay. So you, the marinara, marinara yeah. and pineapple, and you're all about I, it. I enjoy it. And you know what? It may just because I grew up with it. My mm-hmm. grandma always ordered it whenever we had pizza. And so I was kind of like, yeah, it's, that's just what people do. It's just there it is. And yeah. then when people, I learned that's not what people do normally. I was like, <laughs> all right, well, fine. I'm just going to do it still. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. That is one of the important things I think that uh, sets the precedent of who you are. But yep. I think some some pressing questions here that will help. Um, cat or dogs? Cat or dogs. I've never had a cat. I've grown up with dogs. So I'm just naturally a dog person. But I'm not opposed to cats. Okay. I feel like I could have both. Fairly middle ground, but I yeah. think uh, that that classic grew up with dogs. Yeah. Uh, I'm just comfortable with helps. Them. Yeah. Okay. I like them. Okay. Um, I'll put it this way: if there was a dog and a cat on a ledge about to drop, I'd probably save the dog first. <laughs> That's a great way to put it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that checks out. Because the I think, cat might bite me in the meantime. The dog yeah. Just be like, help me. <laughs> you know. That's a good perspective. <laughs> I think that right there makes me feel like this these topics are going to get really interesting. And this is why I'm so glad that I made this decision to pick you for these topics. Um, But man, I'm at a blank for like all questions. Um, So I think we'll just, we'll just settle that you're mostly a dog person. And if you guys need to know more about Bryce, uh, send in your questions, I guess. I'll be back. (laughs) Yeah. Bryce will definitely be back already. (laughs) Uh, So that's the episode. And I'm just kidding. kidding. (laughs) Okay, guys. I think we're going to jump in. Let's go. Because I'm prepared to talk about this for like the next few hours, honestly, because these are some hefty topics. I'm going to tell you guys the topics now, um, mainly because like they're they're big. So the first one, I teased it 100 second minutes. We're going to talk about that and just what that would mean, what the comparisons would be. Is it better? Is it worse? Is it no different at all? I already um, have an opinion, by the way, so we'll delve into it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I thought about it. I, I've I've been thinking about this for months. Oh my! I've literally been like, it's a thing. It's got to be a thing. It's got to be better. I've been trying to form it. I think I just need to talk about it with someone else. Yeah. Who who gets it? We'll the flesh second, it out. Yeah. 
I'm I'm so stoked. Um, the second topic, Earth slowing due to the tide. So um, we'll actually just get into that. We'll explain it all in one one segment there. But um, if you're confused, then that's okay because I hope that that makes you want to listen more and become less confused. Not entirely unconfused, but less confused. And then the very last topic, which <laughs> is sure to be interesting. Um, if you guys don't know what object permanence is, we'll go into that. But we're going to talk about rejecting object permanence. And yes, that would be by choice. Not necessarily like I know that there may be some folks who do not have object permanence in their software as it would be. But we're going to talk about rejecting it. And with that, we will dive in. So me and Bryce, we both got our uh, nondescript tablets here. I don't even know if you can say <laughs> the name of companies like that. that Portable are that computing big, devices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, this computing <laughs> device. And um, we're going to start looking some stuff up. Um, but in 100 second minutes, basically, it, it's as simple as it sounds uh, by the name to start. Instead of 60 seconds in a minute, we're going to start counting 100 seconds in a minute. Which, for those of you who don't know, there are 86,400 seconds in a day. Um, the B-side um, uh, song of the day would be, who is it? Is it Chris Allen? Live Like We're Dying, where the chorus talks about 86, 400 seconds in the day. And that's uh, how I yeah, know yeah, that yeah. that fact. Uh, shout out to American Idol um, <laughs> when it was good. Oh, I'm just kidding. I don't watch it at all anymore. I have no set opinion My on dad it. Would if you like it. with you there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have no opinion on it uh, as of like, probably the last 10 years. Um, but so regardless, the day would still be the same amount of seconds. We would only break up how we measure the day itself. So our year would still have 365 days, leap years 366. Um, months would be the same amount of days, um, weeks, all of it. But when it comes down to the breakdown of the day itself, we're going to start counting in 100 second minutes and 100 minute hours. So instead of 60 minutes in an hour, it's 100. Um, I did the math before, but of course, correct me if I'm wrong. I believe it's just moving some decimals. Correct. Every, oh, I just blanked. Wait, it, it would be every hour would then be 864 minutes. Minutes. No, minutes. seconds. Seconds. Correct. And then you just divide Wait. that by 100. So that each, each day would contain 8.46 hours. Yes. So as odd as that sounds, right? Like imagine going to bed. It's what you would consider midnight. Say you go to bed at midnight every day. Instead, you look at the clock and it says 8.64. Yep. That, first of all, I understand that that's an uncomfortable number. I wish I could do something about that. We can't. No. Nah. We're, we're not going to break the entire Gregorian system. We'll but, work with it. But we'll work with what we have. So let's start with that, right? 11.59-ish would say um, 8.64 as the time and then when you move into midnight it would just say zero because it's going to follow more of the format of the 24-hour clock where it just counts up until it goes back to zero exactly it doesn't loop around twice um because then you would just have what 432 yeah twice a day, and that that's even more uncomfortable correct um Bryce, what are your thoughts let just me throw this at you. so most people at least you should be getting it maybe you don't uh get around seven to eight hours of sleep a day which in the 24-hour system translates to roughly we're awake for about or awake for about 70% of the day, right? Mm -hmm. So if you take that 8.46 and you get about 70%, it's about 5.9. We'll be generous and say we're awake for six hours of the day. 
So what if you could split your day up into six even chunks? It's a lot more clean, right? So you work for maybe three, four of those hours. You have one hour in the morning for working out, for doing all this stuff. So it's much more clean. And then say even half hours, half hours aren't 30 minutes. That's weird. They're 50 minutes. So you have 50 minute half hours. You have full hour, 100 minutes. You can split things up a lot more cleanly in my brain. I'm used to imperial system because I used to be trying to be an engineer, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, you know, us Americans are weird. Um, and so it, but it's interesting because for some reason we still use the 60 minute system even in the imperial system, which is odd. You'd think that we would have fixed that. Um, but anyway, but yeah, so I think having like these six hour sections of a day where we are awake and then the other um, 2.46 hours roughly are sleep hours that 0.46 we can just you know sleep but get this nice six hour chunk of the day where we're awake and you can split it up a lot cleaner again you said six hours it's about six five point what, what would be considered six hours okay, okay. yeah right so you, you found six hours you know the nighttime people kind of slush it around anyway right. but again it also depends on how much hour you normally sleep in the day anyway right you know but if we're taking that seven to eight eight, eight hours yeah. as a rough average correct it wouldn't be considered eight as you said it would no. be considered 2.64 correct um, but i do like that it kind of comes out to be six hours a nice clean that's six. a nice clean number and to think you know that 50 minutes as like your half hour right we could still call it a half hour that doesn't mean 30 anymore it means 50 yeah um if we were awake for six what would the the work day look like if we were to make the equivalent so um if you figure out how many hours you work, most people work about eight to nine hours a day. It's about half of that, right? So your six hour, three hour chunk of that would be work. Make sense? Yeah. So six hours, basically half the time you're awake in the day, you're working. If you have a full-time job, if you're part-time, well, that always changes, but interesting full-time job. So six hours, half of it's work. So then typically you don't start your day right when you wake up, you know, you have about like an hour ish before you'd have to be at work. And so, it gets a little weird because then if the one hour, you know, if midnight is zero, um, we'd have to figure out exactly when you'd actually let's wake up. Let's find some cons uh, comparisons yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, So let's like, do that. Like if we were to wake up around 7 a.m. Yeah. Because you work a, a nine to five, mm -hmm. you go to the gym beforehand, whatever. You wake up at 7 a.m. We can even reverse engineer... Um, Seven times 60 would be the amount of minutes in what we're at right now, right? Mm -hmm. Which is 420. Oh, this is meant to be, man. <laughs> this is meant to be. This is the meant system. to be. Um, and then if we wanted to find the amount of seconds, we would then times that by 60 yet again. So 25,200 is the amount of seconds that it takes you to get to 7 a.m. Yes. From midnight. Now, if we then move our decimals. It's two over. So you'd be waking up at around 2.52. 252. Yeah. Okay. You can even make it a nice 2.5. Yeah. And right? even maybe if you're you a little gonna, later. Yeah. You were going to wake up a little earlier. Like me, I'm the type of person, um, I wake up probably, or I start waking up about a half hour before I actually have to get up. Sure. Yeah. And I snooze quite a bit on most mornings, unless uh, I'm going to try and go surf or something like yeah. that. Um, I will say, this is a good time to tangent. And I'm just going to say it. So I had this roommate, um, Greg Valdez. Love the guy. He was in my wedding. Um, he married 
my wife's best friend so still see him all the time i've lived with him and on uh some occasions and he is the type of person who will set like seven alarms starting about like two or three <laughs> hours before he has to get oh, up no. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not even kidding you and he uh when i lived with him what he did uh ambulance driving oh okay so it wasn't even like or did he i think he was i think he was at the time um where he he didn't have like nice hours it wasn't like oh like he works an eight to five or mm-hmm. nine to five whatever it was you know waking up at the butt crack of dawn oh, geez. to like get up and go do whatever and yeah. like the alarms would start at 3 a.m oh. 3 3 a.m and so he can get up by five and head out and Holy. you know what love him alexa his wife yeah most patient person ever and uh, I have confirmed recently he does the same thing still. Oh, jeez. And uh, you know what? He's a fireman now, so it's it's paid off. The yeah, hard work is going. going. Um, but yeah, no, I think uh, he would definitely be waking up about two on our new system. Oh, okay, yeah. Right. He would that. definitely, he wouldn't round up to, or round to like two, five. Yeah. He'd round down to two and start waking up. Jeez. That'd be a chunk. What's the equivalent there? Um like that so two five two. let me throw this at you yeah yeah, yeah. doing math the sauce. this is just kind of add-on doing math with 100 second minutes becomes like infinitely easier because rather than having really? to translate like two hours and 15 minutes into a decimal that's true it's already there that's true if you have two hours if we're if we're, if we're talking about being like two it's 212 right now right well if you need to like calculate how many hours you've been working for it's 2.12 that's it. There's no like 60 minute, whatever I have to figure out. No, yeah. it just works. Yeah. So making changes to like a time card or something like that, you just, there's no thinking as like, we've already learned this with the Imperial system, you know? Right. It's just applying all the benefits that we've had from the Imperial system to now the time system, which seems odd that we haven't done it yet. And that's the odd part is that it seems odd. Yeah. Right. Like we're uncomfortable because we have this standard that's been given to us split up in 60. Correct. Like it makes sense because we've had it our entire life. And the the part that weirded me out about this is like, right, like I grew up in the U.S. So Mm -hmm. I know uh, the metric system. Yeah. I I can estimate with my hands what a foot looks like. I could do a yard like I I can just I know it because I'm familiar with it. Mm -hmm. I couldn't tell you how much like a centimeter is or like a meter. Yeah, right. It doesn't, it's not I know, natural. I know some comparisons, but it's not natural. Now, all of you who are listening, imagine you had just been born again. You're a baby. You grow up and you begin to learn things. Someone tells you that your day has 8.64 hours in it. And it just is. Don't you want that to be your life? Don't you want that to be how the world turns I don't know if it'll ever change <laughs> and I personally honestly think that it will never change yeah no. I don't think it'll ever happen I mean there- look how long we've taken to change like daylight savings rules right like seriously how are we still dealing with that today yeah but, and we could just turn it off yeah. I mean we could just make don't do it anymore. and some states don't but like come on let's just all get on board with this at this point yeah could you imagine having to change Set no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, if they were to say like this, so many would, people would be late everywhere. People would be at the wrong time. Like it would take so long to adjust. So I don't think it will ever adjust. No. It would have to take like going to a new planet. Yeah. 
and just like making that forcing us to start over with yeah. that standard i think that would be like the closest hope of you know not going towards like world annihilation and then everyone being like oh 100 is the right number yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like after after we start to repopulate the earth yeah easy <laughs> That's crazy. So you would work for what would be considered about three hours. Yeah, three hours a day. So you have one one hour before work, depending on you know how you maybe have. But is half it that. an hour? It would. We're st- talking about hundred sec, hundred minute hours. Yeah. So okay, it'd okay. be it'd be if what's you, the equivalent we're talking? So just just think of because we're changing everything by it's like point six. So okay, one hour in our world, you just multiply by one point six. There it is. That's why I have Bryce here. I can't yeah. do the quick math. <laughs> So, yeah, one hour is roughly 1.6 hours in our life, right? So if you have about an hour and a half before you would, uh, you know, leave for work, then an hour is what you would have. Yeah, I'll say I I usually set my alarm. Let me see if I work. Yeah, about two hours before. So I'd I'd usually wake up about an hour and a half. I would wake up about an hour. Interesting. I think I'm wrong. I think it's... uh, because we did 100 twice. We did. So, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's get this right. Because I want to have check. an easy conversion that yeah. you can just be like, oh, that's what it is. All right, yeah. let's, let's, let's If any this. of you guys have been listening to the math and you guys are like, well, that doesn't that's sound right. That's not right. right. We're, about to, we're about to confirm <laughs> we're right now. We're going to fix this. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. So. Uh, while he does that, I'd like to just say a word from our sponsors. Um, again, our sponsor being Alan. He texted me and I quote, 45 man break brb that is a shout out to the first podcast and i think uh that makes me feel real warm thank you alan back to our regularly scheduled program as bryce continues All to right. crunch okay i, I think we got it. it i got, I got it. it so uh if you take what you have you know, the hours you want so like say i was saying earlier we have about three hours of work day uh yeah there it is perfect if you divide whatever number by 0.3525, you could find the inverse of that. 0.3525. I got that just by taking 8.46 yeah, over yeah, 24, yeah. right? So Check that's how out. much longer our day is. Oh, so yeah, that works, yeah. right? So 1, point, 1 divided by 0.3525. So about 307. So actually, yeah, I usually have about an hour and a half before I have I leave for work. So it about actually be about half an hour. So we wake up about half an hour in our 100 second, 100 hour day. 100, 100 second, 100 minute day. Before mm-hmm. I'd have to be at work, so I'd have fifty that minutes. Have that fifty minutes, yeah, fifty minutes. Now, fifty minutes to us sounds like a very long time, right? Right. Because almost an hour. It sounds weird. It sounds so weird. But it is a long time. But it's not. Yeah. It's weird. It could be longer. It could be longer if we just kept expanding. Yeah. We won't even go into like milliseconds. But the thing is, is that system is no, already is it millisec- in. Is it milliseconds? In yeah, because in the hundreds. We usually develop milliseconds because we needed it for computers and stuff. Yeah, milliseconds, nanoseconds, picoseconds—they are all—they're all powers of a thousand. I think we've simply done this to ourselves. Yeah, and, and like we already figured it out because like computers needed that. We couldn't do sixty with computers because it didn't make sense. Yeah, computers just need nice hundreds, nice thousands. Yeah, I feel like we've said it. I wanted—I want to do the the final answer in a sense. I don't think this will ever change. Do no. you? No? I don't think it'll change. Would I would I like to make a hundred second, hundred minute clock just to have in my life so I could start adjusting myself? Mm-hmm. I think I might. Just to see how it yeah. looks? So you're ready for the future when I, I would have a little little complication yeah, on yeah. my wrist device. <laughs> the generic wrist device number <laughs> yeah. one? Yeah. That would have the time in a hundred second, hundred mm-hmm. minute day. 
Might do that. Well. I'll report back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All we right? can figure that out. That'd be so fantastic. I'd love to see that comparison. Like I'm sitting there and I'm like, all right, it's lunchtime. It's 12 o'clock. What does that equate to? Just so I can prepare. Yeah. Speaking of clocks. So moving on to the next section here where again the earth slowing due to the tide i'm gonna give the background of why this is on my mind um it comes from two places uh the original one would uh be when i learned about it in oceanography from my teacher i absolutely forget his name he was a great teacher though and for those of you that don't know oceanography is not oceanology as i learned when i took it i thought it was gonna be a way different class um, turned out I liked it a lot more oh. because I thought it was gonna be more like marine bio, which, you know, there's animals on land. There's also them in the water. Um, let's study them separately. Oceanography has to do more with like the earth and the ocean. Oh, okay. And so, like so the relationship that they have. Yeah. And kind of how they play even into like the span of the universe. Like we talked about like space and yeah. I was like, oceanography space like this is crazy so so it's like it's just a combination of ocean and geography yeah yeah okay yeah sorry i totally froze up right there um i got you basically the earth spins one way we don't have to even define these but the earth spins one way and the ocean spins the other way Mm -hmm. the ocean takes up or is uh what is it like 70 percent of the earth's surface it's a lot it's a lot the ocean is spinning the other way it creates friction over the amount of time that the earth has been around it has begun to slow down the rotation because of this giant mass of water pushing against it always right continents get in the way it creates greater friction um it's actually in this class where i learned about what would be called the milankovitch cycles which uh if you don't know what these are look them up it has to do with the earth's rotation around the sun and the shape that it takes and the angle that uh the earth is at so like it's not a perfect circle yeah yeah it becomes an ellipse and it goes in that's why some sometimes you notice like wow this summer was hotter than last and this winter was colder than last closer because we're turning more into ellipse so it's more extremes um that hasn't happened in my lifetime so you know we'll see if it's real but basically (laughs) my teacher was saying that's what like caused like ice ages and stuff because it just like spun into it um but yeah check them out they're pretty cool i will never forget them for whatever reason um and so I started to think about this and I had this thought in my mind that, you know what? The earth is slowing down. Then clocks come into play. Think about it. We have a few different types of clocks. The two that I had in mind are like, say your car clock, right? The car clock is established in increments of 60 seconds, 60 minutes makes an hour. And that's set in the factory. It's not connected to a satellite to tell it how long that time should be. But your, your phone is. Modern cars might be. That's true. That yeah, is very true. Modern cars are usually by GPS. But let me throw it out there. there. This this just shows how long I've been thinking about this. Yeah. Because I've been thinking about this probably, oh man, I'm actually older than I think I am. <laughs> I've been thinking about this for like the last six or seven years. Yeah. Um, But so, you know, your car that isn't attached to a satellite has this set increment. Yeah. Your phone is connected to a satellite which just says hey what's the earth looking like this is what time it is because yeah. i say so have you ever been in those cars and you start to notice like your clock sets off like it starts to what is it is it going Drift. slower or is it going quicker um 
Oh, I'm totally forgetting. I think it starts to go. It starts to lag. So that means right? the, the the minute in the car is shorter than it should be. If it's lagging behind the real time. Correct. Yeah. Yes. So because basically what they established as the 60 second minute to Correct. tick, 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 tick is not the same that your phone is now reading five years Which after your car from, set. Yeah, some proper, uh, what do you call that? It'll get it from a time server, which exactly. is always checked based off of like national standards. The space. Yeah. The space tells us what time Atomic it is. Atomic clocks. And I think that's absolutely bonkers. Yeah. I think it's when we, when you think about things on a large scale, you can find, uh, so like those clocks in like most small digital clocks or have a little, um, uh, quartz crystal. Mm. You didn't know that vibrate at a very specific frequency. I'm so glad that I chose you to be in this episode. <laughs> I mean, computers in general operate this way, but so that there's a quartz crystal that vibrates at a very specific frequency. And this quartz crystal is chosen because it, it oscillates like that. Mm -hmm. And so there's a little computer in the clock that basically just counts the vibrations. Yeah. And that quartz crystal is known to maintain its vibration. But mass production of things happen and stuff isn't precise. Mm -hmm. And so you end up with a quartz crystal that's like 0. 0.000, 000, you know, really, really small. And it's just off yeah. by a little bit. And so after having a car for 20 years or whatever, it'll start to count wrong and you have to change it every yeah. minute you know and so usually obviously we don't have to change our clocks that frequently unless it's you know by the the season because of daylight savings but right. we never had to you would see a clock that's crazy off yeah exactly because this is the span of you know thousands millions billions years whatever the the timeline is for this cycle to be happening and whatnot but like it's slowing down and even in the last 20 years that i've been alive i notice even by the fractions of milliseconds that like build up, mm -hmm. the clocks are off. Yeah. I used to think there was a bigger conspiracy nah. going on and I would like start to freak out like, <laughs> oh my gosh, what's going to happen when the clocks are like five minutes off? It's nothing. We're fine. <laughs> We're and fine. Maybe but stuff I'm just happen. telling you that because I got yeah. paid off, but <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. There are no oh, conspiracies no. and that's exactly what they told me to say. Um <laughs> Yeah, this topic I feel like is, is quite a bit more straightforward than the last one. That last one really had my mind spinning, but this one I just had to share, you know? Yeah. Bounce off and be like, have you guys thought about this? And get your thoughts. And I mean, as it is, we already have an imperfect time system. We have to have a leap year every so many years. Right. Because our calendar's wrong. Dang. And it's not like, oh, we just didn't. No, it's just wrong. Like it should have, the seconds should be, or the minutes should be a little longer and it should account for that. Yeah. We have to account for some day every couple of years because... We didn't get it right. Right. But we can't change it because us, we're just naturally stubborn people. Yeah. Every human is. Yeah. Regardless if you think you're not, you are. True. And if you're saying that's not me, that's, that's called stubborn. There's something about you that you do not want to change. And that's just a fact. Whether I'm going to just the way do this do. <laughs> just, for, just for good measure. Um, the word stubborn means having or showing... I've never wait dogged dogged d-o-g-g-e-d -G -G -E is this a word having or showing dogged deter determination not to change one attitude or position on something especially in spite of good arguments or reasons to do so yeah dogged dogged How, hmm. I'm gonna look up dogged dogged now 
Let's now see that if, I've looked see if Google can speak, say it for us. Dogged. 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 I've never heard of that. Having or showing tenacity and grim persistence. Oh, not necessarily a great thing, hmm. but I, I mean, it kind of also just sounds like stubborn. Yeah. I love when you look up a definition, it just tells you a different word that you don't know that means the same thing. <laughs> hey, thank you so much. I really appreciate you having to force me to look up two words <laughs> to find a, a good, accurate thing. I wish like all dictionaries just you get had two like for one simple. though. You get two for one. You learn extra. Okay, yeah, I guess I am trying to learn. I have to I have to just take the, the bullet on that yeah. one. That checks out. Yeah. Anyways, I think that's a good spot to move on from. Yeah, let's go. I I'm just gonna throw out, you know, this topic is gonna get interesting and I feel like I'm I'm intrigued to know object permanence, right? We're talking about object permanence, and for those of you who don't know what that is, basically um, when you're younger, I don't know when it kicks in. Um, do you want to look that up? See when, when kids start to realize. Um, thank you. So when you're younger, you know, like you're you're a baby and your parents or someone are playing peekaboo with you and they disappear behind their hands and you're like, oh my gosh, they're gone. And then all of a sudden they're back because they move their hands. Um, that's kind of an illustration of object permanence, right? If you can't see something, it doesn't exist. Now... Um, if you are one of the folks who, who maybe, I don't know if the right term is struggles with that or has to deal with not being able to have object permanence. I don't know if I know anyone like that. I'd love to hear about it. Yeah. It's more, it's more not that you don't realize things exist. You just stop thinking about it. Cause I think as we Mm. get older, we, we realized obviously, yeah, objects don't, don't, don't just like disappear, but we just don't think about them on a like conscious level that they are still there and need attention. Yeah. And so, uh, this, this says maybe it's more, more perceptive to, or more receptive to like forgetting things. Yeah. But not even like, not even forgetting, I guess yeah, forgetting. It's just like realizing that something is there that may need attention because mm. you'll go see it again. You're like, Oh yeah, that's there. But you just kind of lacked the thought that it remained there. Yeah. Interesting. Um, Interesting. Apparently we, we, uh, realize that objects continue to exist when hidden when we're about three and a half to four and a half months old. Mm. So pretty, That's pretty very early. early in life. Do you realize that things uh, exist when you're not around them? Man. And apparently if you uh, have ADHD, uh, you may have a higher possibility of not having object permanence, or at least a strong sense of object permanence. Yeah, I feel like maybe even just in the last few moments of discussing this, wondering if it's like more of like a scale of yeah. your attention to object permanence in that way. Like, like you said, like it's not just people like forgetting things. Oh, I forgot it existed. But like, cause you know, there's the difference between like short term and long term memory mm-hmm. in adults. And so like being able to archive, I have a mother, right? Like, yeah. I, like, you know, she's not here with me recording right now. Yeah. That would be an interesting episode. Just going to throw that out there. But uh, she's not here with me, but I still know her. Yeah. And I still love her. And I could still text her right now and be like, hola, mama. But. You're saying your mom's an object? (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. I had to say that. Sorry. Mother permanence. Sorry. (laughs) You're right. You're right. (laughs) Uh, Got me on that one. Yeah. Um, But like, like I parked my car outside. I know where it is. You have a car? Exactly. I'm just kidding. And walked here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait a second. You drove, but as soon as you got out of sight, you thought you walked here. Right. 
Can you imagine? But like, like, like how does like how does that work? Like if you, so like you just leave something and you turn a corner and all of a sudden it's not there anymore. I wonder. Yeah, I, I wonder if it has to do with like that scale of your per, uh, perception of object permanence uh-huh. that might actually like determine if you're going to be like a functioning adult. Because I, I feel like I don't mean to be rude if anyone like is struggles with this. I'm trying to understand. But like, how would you function? Yeah. Like your job. You go home and then you're like, I don't have a job. How do you but, go back? But a job, a job isn't, isn't an, object, an object, I guess. Your, your job is like a thing that you have. Your okay. sort of responsibility, right? Driving so like, back to your job's address. <laughs> do you know where it is? That's more locational. It's more like I put my iPad in a room. Uh, pardon me. He, he meant to say uh, <laughs> generic tablet generic number two. Working, generic portable computing device <laughs> in a room. And then I leave the room and I just forget that it's there. And so I just frantically looking for where I put my tablet. But then I come back in the room and I'm like, oh, there it is. Hmm. So like, I think we all have this in some senses when we don't like consciously remember where we put something. But then like when you go see it again, you're like, oh yeah, it's there. I guess that's true. Yeah. Cause there's yeah. definitely been times when like, you know, I've misplaced something hardcore. Like I'm like, I never had that. Correct. Like there's no way that I owned that or like, no, I never bought it. Yeah. And then it turns up and my wife's like, yeah, it was right here the entire time. Yep. And I'm like, whoa, like that's kind of life changing. I'm so blown away by like how that goes. Cause you're right. It's not something like I don't remember anything. No, it's just objects. It's just things, things because like, I think even the mother thing, like you, you may know, you may know that you have a mother, but if you left her in her home and you like walked out of the home, would you just forget where she was? Or would you just be like, I have a mother, but I don't know where, like, I don't, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like there's, there's like a separation of, of, uh, ideas there. We have to separate mm-hmm. the, the idea of a physical object's location with the idea of that object. Yeah, because like a lot of these studies about object permanence say that like when a baby loses visual sight of it and they don't have object permanence, they get upset or mad because they feel that it doesn't exist. Why would they get upset or mad if they didn't know it existed? They didn't know they remembered what it. it was. Right. Or they didn't know that it made them happy or whatever. Yeah. You know, they still want it. They yeah. just when you went out of view, all of a sudden it's no longer in front of them. Like, where is it? I want it. So I wonder if it's more like a. If it's more, it's just the physical location of it. You just don't realize that it's still there. I have an interesting side note. Um, it's a problem in AI. Hmm. We build a lot of AI today that is visually based, right? So it looks off of cameras. But like, say you're sitting in front of an intersection and a large truck drives in front of you. Do all the cars behind that truck cease to exist just because you can't see them? Mm-hmm. To an AI that we're training currently, which I know we're solving this problem, but to an AI we're training, usually it just processes what it sees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so what it sees is a big truck in front of me. Not that there's a bunch of cars at a stoplight. Yeah. And so what if you were turning right and this truck was turning left? And it's like, oh, this truck's turning left. I'm fine. Little does it know there's another car coming because it's like a yield left. Yeah. And so the truck clear and all of a sudden you're just smashed. So to us, this is like a natural instinct that we just realize that objects with momentum, with visual sight, they just exist even if they're not seen. We remember that they're there. 
Right. But an AI right. that we have, we have no idea. Obviously, AIs are dumb. You know, they, they don't do anything until we tell them to do something. Actually, I love this kind. Computers do exactly what you tell them to do. And so if we right. don't, they do exactly what you tell them to yeah. do. So if we tell them to only detect objects that are seen, oh, they're really good at that. Yeah. But the moment it can't see something, oh, it doesn't exist anymore. I'm good. I'm going to go do this thing that I probably shouldn't do. Yeah. You know that uh, it reminds me of that that line of code where it's like, man, I can't believe AI keeps turning oh, yeah. evil. Don't they if, know? <laughs> if going to turn evil. Don't. Don't. <laughs> Two drones. Oh, if so... going to crash. Don't. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, it just, that makes sense. You know, if you're going to do a bad thing, don't don't do it yeah no i think uh that's crazy about ai i'm mm -hmm. so it's glad a problem we like didn't really didn't really realize that it was a problem until we're like oh that doesn't make sense yeah you know we we naturally remember that there are objects behind and not even that there are objects that like say something's moving at a certain speed that it's going to keep moving at that speed because you know we can't just stop something instantly right you know so they're yeah. they're getting better at predicting kind of what happens when we can't see them based off of an assumption that they keep doing the thing that they were already doing. An object in motion stays in motion. You know what I mean? Yeah. Science, physics. I'm going to throw it out there <laughs> because I know that there's probably a wide range of folks that might be listening to this. I knew Bryce was smart. Bryce is a lot smarter than I even thought, and I'm loving this. <laughs> if For those of you who might feel like they're getting lost, I'm going to draw another illustration here yeah. because I actually just watched the Italian job recently, um, the one with Marky Mark. If you haven't seen it it's, it's an interesting movie I, I we'll get into movies in my opinions I, it's a good movie i don't know if it's a good like a great movie <laughs> but uh it's a movie and i've watched it it's entertaining yeah then it's a good movie yeah yeah it happens and marky marks in it so it i love happens. it <laughs> um but there's this part they basically uh the italian job is kind of like it's a ruse they they steal something but they don't actually steal the thing that was perceived to be stolen okay so there's this part where they kind of do this shell game um with the safe that they're trying to steal and they're not really trying to steal like uh what's in the safe at the moment they're trying to like get the safe itself isolated from these other trucks that might be carrying said safe okay so there's three safes they isolate cool here's the truck that we need to we need to get and what they do is they actually <laughs> it's in la actually and there's this moment when the truck goes over this portion of road that they've rigged to explode so that the truck falls into the subway. Um, the main villain, if you would, um, it's his safe and it's his trucks and it's his gold. And in the scene, basically what happens is he's in a helicopter watching everything going on and being like, no, send this truck that way. I don't want it to be that way. Safe, save my truck. He flies behind a building. And so he doesn't see the truck. When he clears the building, the truck is gone because it has fallen through into the subway. And the hole that was blown in the road was covered up by like a fallen billboard. Now him recognizing that his truck should be there is object permanence. Yeah. So if, if, if uh, you know, you're still not getting it, I don't get it more than being able to explain it in that way <laughs> yeah no, that's simple uh, <laughs> another simple thing you know say uh this is going to talk about somebody stealing something but say you know some people hold their phone in their back pocket right mm. and so my phone's in my back pocket somebody comes up to you sneakily takes that out of your back pocket and you go and look for your phone and you go slap your butt because you realize it should be there and mm -hmm. it's not there you're remembering that it should be there is object permanence that was so concise right 
yeah. you having you just having that memory like oh it's there whoops it's not there and then you go you know slap the rest of your body because you think it moved even yeah, though yeah, it it's climbing around your body yeah exactly because that makes sense yeah generic phone number two it now has an app to uh <laughs> climb around your body to move, move pockets <laughs> yeah move to no, pocket three it's funny i actually uh googled <laughs> i actually this is uh, examples of objects oh okay so uh yeah. in case uh there's other things that you weren't sure what would classify as objects pencils apple yeah book backpack there are folks who don't know where their pencil is no. unless they see it unless they see it and i think that's profound now you know what i what i find really impressive i have a very organized room mm-hmm. my room is very clean things are places where they should be when it's not organized i get anxious because i feel like i'm going to lose something mm. right it's not because i can't see it it's just because things cover it up and i think i may have like delayed object permanence if i haven't seen mm. it for a long time then i don't believe it's where it usually was interesting but like people who have very messy rooms and they're like it's organized chaos to me, it's yeah. just chaos. I don't understand that. Right, right. Right? But then, like, yeah, I know where everything is. And you go, like, ask them for something, and they, they know where it is, even though it's under some pile. Like, that is okay. a level of object permanence that's intense. Right. I don't have that level of Because it's intentional. Because they're Correct. like, I know where this is, and it exists in this spot because I put it in here. And I remember I put it there. Yeah. You I know? feel like I am I tend to be more that side. Really? Um, I'm not super neat. I can definitely clean, right? Like, yeah. my mom taught me how to clean we're hispanic we clean well um but like i'm not the type of person where like everything on my desk has to be in the exact spot or like here's my pencils and like these are all the ones that are in there and i i'm not super intentional but you know if i need to remember something exists like all right where are my birkenstocks i leave them in the middle of of the living room because i need to know where they are and i need to remember to bring them yeah you know and I feel like I align with that side more of it, like okay. the extreme of like that chaotic object permanence mm-hmm. rather than the structured and like specific object permanence of where things should be. Yeah. It's interesting. I'll give you another good example. It's not that I forget it exists, but it just has a purpose. And so the microphone, I brought another microphone today in case we needed it. We didn't end up needing it. We're good. But anyway, I brought it. But the night before, as I was thinking about it, because I set a reminder on my on my device to tell me to put it in my car I knew it wasn't going to be enough to just you know get it ready and put it on the desk or put it somewhere else I put it in my car the night before Mm. because if I didn't have it there I knew that when I remembered that I was needing it would be too late right and so because I drive 40 minutes to job number two uh, (laughs) I I would not be able to go back in time to grab it. So I just put it in my car the night as I was remembering it. Yeah. So I think that level of like not remembering something exists or that it's not where it needs to be. Yeah. Is like another level of object permanence. Let me ask you this because I do that sometimes. I, do, I That's not my first line of defense as it would be. Do you ever like just put it by the door? Like, yeah. I've done that sometimes. Does that feel like, but you feel like putting it in your car is what really works for you because you're like, it needs to be in the place Correct, that, I, yeah. that I know it needs to be right now that Correct. I might forget. Or I'll be, right? uh, that thing will be somewhere. Now, at the same time, if I did that the next day and I was good at doing that, is there, is there any difference? Like, does that make me a forgetful person because I put it in my car before? No. No. I don't think it does. If anything, no, it I makes me so. less forgetful because yeah. I put it there before I needed it. Yeah. Because as a forgetful person, it's not that I forget things, right? Like I've I've mentioned it in this last episode. I think I said it way too many times and I, I don't remember if I shared it. Uh, so I'll say it again because this is ironic because I don't remember if I shared about not remembering. <laughs> but there may be episodes where I just repeat things. Yeah. 
Um, I have a list. Dude, I feel like I mentioned this last time, but I'm I'm just not going to fact check right now. I have a list of things that have been talked about, and then I put them in a list of things that don't need to be talked about. So, you know, we're not going to talk about these topics again, but I can't remember if I've shared certain things. Yeah. So, you know, I feel like being a forgetful person has to do with the act of forgetting. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not just like, oh, I'm a forgetful person. Like, it's it's You're just not practiced. doing anything about it. Right. It's practiced... Yeah it's it's shown in the practice of actually forgetting things like you know I'll, I'll never forget like special dates with my wife right but when she's like hey today's your day off can you call and get a replacement caller for our dog and then i don't it's because i've forgotten yeah i am now closer to being considered a forgetful person yeah right um and i feel like that's where you know you have you can't just be like oh yeah i'm forgetful it's like you have to have the evidence of forgetting in that yeah, way, yeah. right? For me, I, I am a forgetful person and I will definitely, I forget things all the time. Like I said, I think actually my wife told me to call them today and I actually forgot. <laughs> 100%. Sorry about Oops. that, babe. I will probably try to call them tomorrow if I remember. Um, but like for me, I know that I will forget so many things the next morning. Yeah. So for me, like even something as simple as like, I'm going to go surfing. It's not like high responsibility. It's not like work, right? But like, if I'm like, I need to in the morning, make my coffee, put on my pants, put on my shoes and a shirt and grab my keys and walk out the door. I will put my pants, my shoes, my shirt right at the side of my bed where I stand up in the morning. So I don't forget them. And then I will make sure that the coffee is like right on the the kitchen counter. So when I walk downstairs and I look at the kitchen, it's the first thing I see. Yeah. Because if I don't, for whatever reason, I'll forget it. I mean, granted, it's like 520 a.m. and I'm tired and it's a little bit dark outside. Yeah. But I will totally forget it. I'll, I will, it will go right over my head because it's not in my way. And the end goal still remains the same. Yeah. But the objects that are in the way of my end goal, you know, if they're not there, they then they're you, not there. They make you think about them. Yeah. I mean, the same idea, like uh, if you want to make good habits, have you, have you ever looked at like habit self-help books at all? No. No. I think I've seen covers of them. One of the, one of the key components of any like uh, habit self-help books, or if you look at any how to make a good habit, is to make things very easy to do. Mm-hmm. So less friction. Right, right, right. right. So if you want to work out every day, don't put your workout clothes in the closet. Put your workout shoes right in front of you and put your shirt close or have a bag in your car, something like that, right? So never a free moment you're going to do it. It's not that you forget it's there. It's just that the effort to do it is harder. Mm-hmm. And so when you see it in front of you, you're like, okay, I'll do it. So same idea. If we see an object, we remember its purpose. Right. And so we're like, that's why that's out. I need a thing to do with that. You know, I'm going to move that somewhere that it needs to be. Yeah. And so in that moment, like when I grabbed the microphone last night, I just was dealing with it then. I'm like, well, I'm going to put it where I can't forget it in my car. And so when I drive here the next day, it'll be there. And yeah. I literally forgot it as I was walking in this building. <laughs> That's I, true. Yeah, I, I went in the house it. and I was like, "Oh, I have something I should bring here." What you should have done maybe is last night instead of putting it in your car, is you here. should have put it in my house. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that would yeah. have checked. I should be like, "Hey, I'm I'm gonna drop a thing off." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that it would be here the next yeah. day, forty-five minutes away. Yeah, exactly. That is um, eye-opening, and actually, so this is something I know, and uh, I've admitted to myself, I'm lazy. Yeah, I'm I'm self-aware that I'm a lazy person, but. I don't know if this is just like a proper justification. I'm also like 
fairly smart like you know for, for evidence sake i took calculus for the first time in college this last semester whatever and it was easy like i did it and i felt real good about myself yeah. there was people who were like the average grade in the class was like a 64 the lowest score that i got on the test i think was a b nice like i was absolutely killing envy it. you and that's not me <laughs> I was I was so stoked like I'm a smart person but I'm lazy yeah the thing is I can figure out the least amount of effort that I need to put into something to get it done yeah you know I, that's something that people know that's what, something that people already talk about like you know this is why actually so I have this theory we don't need scientists in charge of like inventions of the future we need dreamers for lack of a better term yep. people who don't know the rules of science because here's the thing if I'm like hey guess what I want to get to space using the Earth's and the Moon's gravity. Take me there. Yeah. Like I'm not t telling you why it's difficult. I'm telling you to do it. Yeah. Right. And so, like, I don't know if that's even possible. <laughs> and hey, maybe it's not. We'll do trial and error until we find out whether it is or not. But you know, like when we we put these blinders on of like what we think is possible, what's currently possible, then you know we get trapped. Yeah. And then we never get better. My 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 uh uh i just call her my godmother it's the simplest way to describe her relationship to me she's not related to me with blood but yeah, she's yeah, been yeah. in my life since i was a child and i don't remember life without her she has this idea when whenever when she learned i was going to try to be an engineer she's like i want you to make me a washing machiner that's what she called it uh, a washing machiner washing machiner okay she she hates laundry hates mm. it but she does so much of it she wants a machine where you just dump clothes in and folded dried and finished clean clothes come out, right? That's it. Interesting. It sounds simple, right? Yeah, yeah. But that process is so hard if you actually think yeah. about how to do it. So any engineer would look at you and be like, you're crazy. Yeah. But like, why can't we have Why that? can't it do it? Why can't? Here's the deal. Let's do a little history check. Um, I'm going to start looking into when the washing machine came out. Because here's the deal. Yeah. Um, like, we've had separate washer and dryer for how long? Yep. And we've had it. We you you can I think you can buy a combined washer dryer now for like apartments. Yeah, but it's not that common. Well, it's like does it do the same job? I think so. Okay, I think you just put one in it, washes it, and then it dries it. I think that exists. fact check that because I'm going to read this real quick. Um, this is from electroluxgroup.com. Yeah, Electrolux where they say old. James King in 1851 created the first washing machine to use a drum. Um, from what I understand is basically that's that's kind of what we use now where it spins. So yep. of course before that they like washed their stuffs on I don't know rocks back in the day when they had to like scrub them right before the they even had like washboards. Oh right? okay yeah. You know what I mean? I think you just rub it together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I guess if people had washboard abs, they just that's what they use. But yeah, I don't know. I've never seen pictures of that that old. So I think we're we're looking at the modernized version of a washing machine about 1851. I'm gonna look up the dryer. Also, I yeah. have to share. We they they currently have you know modern electronics. LG, Samsung have compact all-in-one washer dryer combos. Wait, whoa! And they're literally one machine that does both things. Henry W. Alterfer invented and patented an electric clothes dryer in 1937. We went like 80 years before they made a dryer. Yeah. And it's like the mis the same machine. It just does heat. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, think about it now. Like, obviously, two machines is more efficient because you can do one load while you're washing and then swap it and do another load. But why wouldn't you have two washer dryer combos? Because you can literally just dump two things and then not even touch both of them forever and then yeah. come back and they're dried. That's true. And the next step would be to fold them. But like, that's a right. And that's what problem. we need the washer machine or washing machine or washing it. machine. Or yeah. But like, again, if you talk to any appliance engineer, they'd be like, no, that's ridiculous. I'm not going to build that. We're going to build faster washers and dryers. Right. But then like, I just want to, I don't care if it takes all day. Like the same idea with, with, <laughs> a, with a dishwasher. Dishwasher washes and dries. And we literally have to do nothing. You just put them in and walk away. And even though it takes two and a half, three hours, sometimes four hours to wash dishes, but I'm not doing that. The washer, the dryer, the the dishwasher is, you know, that's the idea at least. Science, man. It's crazy. Science. I'm going to throw it out because I'm really vibing right now. I'm going to scroll down to my list of topics. Just going to see what else we got. Yeah. You know I what? How, I love how object permanence got us to washers and dryers. <laughs> Wait, what are washer and dryers? I don't see any in this oh, room. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Wait, here's a good one. you have one? Where is it? I don't, you have, wow, Wait. I didn't realize you don't have one. <laughs> this is actually, this is within the same vein. Yeah. And I don't want to um, throw away all my ideas. Uh, actually, you know what? These are your guys' ideas. A lot of you guys fueled these, and I love that. Um I'm going to sales pitch this because it's an invention. Have you ever used email? Have you ever wanted email to be better? Now it is with email to the sequel. (laughs) (laughs) Seeing your face. I love, I feel like I got your hopes up really high for yeah. that. You were like, oh, what is this? Like, <laughs> it's just, it just emailed the sequel. Because like, let's face it. You mean instant messaging? <laughs> right, right. It, it goes into the same, the same idea. We build things. Yeah. We realize they're not good. We and then we make a better version of it. Mm-hmm. We still use email to this day. Like, yeah, there's instant messaging and there's text messaging and there's all these different ways to communicate. But email is still used for some reason and it still is not good. No. Like it's not necessarily reliable. Like even if you type it in wrong, sometimes you don't get what, what is that? That mailer daemon where it's like, Hey, you're I wrong. I go search for things in my mailbox and it brings up like six stuff from six years ago. I'm like, I, I want thing thing that was sent to me yesterday. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Like email is not awesome, but let's talk about what email two could be. Yeah. Um, a while back I was, uh, soliciting ideas for email two. And uh, I think the best one that I got that we can kind of start with is the ability to unsend. Yeah. You know what's awesome? Google did this. Really? Google had a system and they killed it. And I hate this about Google. But they they always build cool stuff and they kill it because it didn't have enough users or whatever. I I don't understand. Really? They had an inbox, a thing, uh, thing called Inbox by Gmail. And it was this updated inbox from Gmail, uses your Gmail account. But it had some cool features like that. It sorted your email a little differently. It had uh, it had an unsend feature. You could schedule send stuff. Right? Really? Yeah. So like if you didn't want to send, and it, like it wasn't related to your device because you can do that kind of stuff using like Outlook. Yeah. But like it relates to the device. So if your device turns off, it won't send it. This was happening like in the cloud. Yeah, because I heard that generic uh, tech company number two. Yeah. In their upcoming generic operating system. Yep. 
they're doing number stuff three like that. Yeah. is doing stuff like that where you, now you can kind of unsend messages yeah. and you can, you know, um, do certain things that are new like that. We can't go, you know, deep tech review on all their stuff because that's not this podcast. But, but it's uh, coming. It's coming. And the thing is, we're still out here using email. Mm-hmm. And I think that's crazy. I wonder if like people started to not want to use Google Inbox because they were like, oh, it's new and it's changing. Yeah. And that kind of just speaks to humans not liking again. change. I think I think we've you mean dogged. Dogged, yeah. <laughs> we're dogged. Our dogged uh, people. We've uncovered two primary like human nature things. We're yeah. stubborn. We're really stubborn. Um, there was something else that I forgot. Was it an object? No. <laughs> <laughs> just Maybe. checking that you still got object Maybe permanence over there. Maybe it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna throw it out there. Um Make wow. sure that your friends still got object permanence. Don't be yeah. afraid to ask them about something that they can't see. Just take your like your like I don't know your chapstick and like pull it behind your back and make sure they're like you don't have a chapstick by my back, right? Yeah. If they Just go like check. what, then they they don't. Yeah, it, I think that's important to make sure that we're flexing that muscle because I think if we forget about it, that would be a bummer thing to not have object permanence for is the idea of having object permanence. Yeah. Anyways, what do you think? Like, let's say just email too. Let's dream a little. Yeah. So let's talk about bad things about email. Think of solutions, right? So I think the the unsend feature of email too would be really awesome. Yeah. Um, I think this whole at whatever needs to die. Just be like an address. Oh, yeah. You know, like it's just I'm my name. That's it. Yeah. You are company name. Right, right. Because, yeah, the, the the at has to do with, like, the domain of who it's through. Yeah, like a website. What if but we just universalized email, email too? Correct. Why like does it email just... have to be associated with a website? What if I just want an email? Exactly. Yeah, I don't want a domain. I just want email. I want an address. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a house. My house isn't associated with an organization. Yeah. It's just a house. It's more specific, right? Because there's a lot of houses. There's a lot Correct. of cities. There's a lot of states and zip yeah. codes. Like, it's very specific. Mm-hmm. But you're right. It, it could just be... My name. You can throw yep. in some numbers if you feel fancy. Yeah. If you're one of the early adopters, you know, I think I would just find out Dish. Yep. See if I could just be Dish at Easy. And that's my e- my email too. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um that would be pretty awesome. So uh simplified what would just be considered a handle probably. Yeah, just you a know? handle. We, we figured it out with other address. services. Granted, you have to go to said service. The nice I guess the nice thing with the current version of email is that there's no dedicated service, it just is. It's more of a standard than it is a, a service per se. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. I guess. Because you don't really, you can send it to whoever has an email server. That's true. So you, if you it wanted to, have to be... like decentralize it, you would have to maintain some sort of handle. But then like cryptocurrency does that. They don't have a handle. It just exists. That's true. So why don't we just like make it cryptocurrency? Oh, no. Did we just discover the solution to email to is blockchain? <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Getting trendy. For those here. of you who don't know, and of course, well, I know, but uh, we'll just ask for the viewers. Bryce, what is blockchain? Blockchain is a very trendy new technology that uh, every company and their mom wants to integrate now. To be honest, I don't really understand what blockchain is. <laughs> okay. It's way too complicated. Yeah. And it's, it doesn't really mean anything. It just is like a way of storing data mm. in a large group of things. It doesn't really have to be a computer. Interesting. It's weird. Yeah, I've definitely heard heard the phrase. Yeah. Uh, have not looked into it myself. Decentralized but. networks. That's the only yeah. thing. Yeah, I, I wonder. Say. So you know how, like, say I'm in social media number one. Yeah. 
and I want to send something through social media number two, sometimes there's that option, right? Like you yeah. go to send something and it's like, cool, let me just link you on over. Now that has to do with um, the fact that big company Ooh. number one kind of owns with quite a few of them, right? Yeah. Um, but, you know, it, it, it's allowed to just like send stuff through other stuff. What if there was a way to integrate email too into, you know, that, that intersection where it has to meet email one? Yeah. Like a, like a backwards compatibility. Like we used to have with old game consoles. Right. Where you yeah. could like play what, 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 like Xbox 360 games on the Xbox one. Yeah. And stuff like that. Even though it wasn't like perfect. It just, it worked. Yeah. And so if you need it. would it, have to be one of those things it. though, where in the service, like, so say I'm dish, that's my email to handle. Yeah. And I wanted to email Bryce at Gmail. Yeah. Right. I really hope that's not your real email and I just didn't like yeah, you're, you're fine <laughs> I figured you probably didn't get Bryce at Gmail no damn <laughs> sorry it. whoever so you cool are if I did whoever you are Bryce at Gmail <laughs> you're about to get you're solid yeah um but like if I wanted to email you on my end the expectation is that I would never see at anything yeah right like when I send you something I can like say like cool I want to send Bryce at Gmail something mm. but then like sends it to Bryce and then when it comes back there's no like um middleman that shows me like oh they sent it to dish at email com. no mm. it just says oh you sent it back to dish right yeah that would be that would be like the expectation to make well, me feel special that i'm using of, email too we may have solved this already with just the idea of contacts mm. like i don't know people's most people's phone numbers that's true i just had this conversation with another friend like my parents don't know my own phone number but i know theirs <laughs> Because when I was young, I didn't have a phone. Right. And so you I had to call them on the those. house phone. Yeah. Right. But then when I got a cell phone, they just put my number in their phone. They just like, whatever. Yeah. Literally had this conversation. I was like, oh, yeah, that's pretty weird. That's so true. So like, what if I don't have a phone? I have to call somebody that's not my parents. I'm kind of screwed. Yeah. But like, it's the same idea. For some reason, most emails, I guess most people have their email and their contact card. But if you don't, you have to type it in. So what if there was like this, everyone had this universal contacts and so then when you wanted to share an email, you would share your contact first and be like, hey, this is how you contact my email. Yeah. I feel like at that point for identification's sake, that's where you're getting into like having to link like your, you know, social security, I guess. You know what I mean? Like yeah. your actual like identity to the standard of like whatever government you're under yeah. or from or whatever. And, you know, it, it'd have to be something that would be applicable to everyone, right? Like not everyone has social security and they're still people so of course like we have to identify them if yeah. they want to be a part of email too and they want to get on the train here and you know join the party but i think that would be interesting right like i don't go to i don't have to know bryce's email no to email price i'm just like cool i'm gonna email bryce with email too and it just goes it works. and it uses that service in the same kind of structure of like a server that then sits on your server and you can read it when you access that server mm -hmm. but it wouldn't have to be like an address yep it's just an identity well let me throw this at you why would why would we need anything more complicated than just instant messaging where we already have whether it's whatever app it's through right it's like currently we have text messaging which is fine if you're in the other realm you have something with a letter in front of messaging right um that you know <laughs> works just fine um but like why would you need a more formal thing than instant messaging like why can't an instant message just receive a PDF that has like I don't know my receipt in it. Like, why are we still emailing receipts? Exactly. Just text me a receipt. I think 
Is it just like, cause I can archive it a little easier? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think the archive system of an email works a lot better where like, that's where like email too, I think would still shine of like becoming maybe even just a better to use like file cabinet in that sense. Right. Okay. Like you still got to email someone your receipt. Sure. There are places that text them, but like I delete those texts. Yeah. I don't keep them for like any receipt purpose, but. But what if you just improved text messaging then? Made it so that you could archive things a little easier. Make it so I have folders. Mm-hmm. And you just like put this message in a folder. Dang. You know what? Why not? I will. I just blew his mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. But like, like if you, if you thought about like centralized message, I, have, I actually have something interesting because we're talking about this. Uh, the EU uh, just formally adopted the Digital Markets Act. If you haven't heard about it. You heard about that at all? I feel like I have heard those words together and separately. Yeah. So basically, it's it's the it's an act that will attempt to put rules on companies who manage digital markets, app stores, distribution centers, and things like that. It also attempts to put some rules and some interoperability requirements for messaging services and social media accounts, such that I should be able to have an Instagram direct message go to a Twitter direct message. Mm. what's the what is stopping from a technology standpoint what is stopping that nothing right I can like tell the you work right can now. be put into to make it happen build that easy it could happen it can happen translation layers exist all the time the only reason we don't is because these services want to be perfect now i'm not saying i want this to happen right but it's going to happen based right. off of this act at least maybe in europe <laughs> that's wild. maybe not in the u.s but in europe this will be a thing um so like that's going to happen at some point and so what will then keep us on individual platforms? Why would we want to stay on Twitter? Why would we want to stay on Instagram? They have to devolve or develop themselves to be something more, add more features specific to their platform. Right. But if we're still required to keep interoperability, it's going to become a mess. Everything's going to be the same. But at the same time, it's going to be different. It won't matter because I could just message anybody on whatever. Yeah, yeah. Dang. Like imagine Isn't, having a group chat with somebody in Messenger, you're in Instagram DMs, somebody else is in Twitter Snapchat. DMs, somebody else is in Snapchat, and, and then I'm in just together. text messaging. Yeah. I could text somebody on Instagram. Like what? That's That'd wild. Be weird. But like that's technologically possible. We just don't do that because it's weird. Yeah. And it sounds wrong and we're stubborn. Dang. Get it? It's all coming together. Really? What I will say is that will let us digress a little bit right there. Yeah. This conversation has become far more than I ever expected it to be in such an amazing way. What I what I want to get your take on here, um, because I will say this isn't this isn't like a tech review nah, podcast. But right? I'm naturally a techie person, so it's gonna it, happen. It's where it happened. It's where it happened, and I'm loving where where it's going. My intention of bringing up email too is not the fact of like tech, but it's the fact of having something bad but making a second one that could be better. Yeah. Let me hit you with this. The freeway, the sequel. Yeah. Build the exact same freeway, but on top of the other one to alleviate traffic. The exact same thing. Ooh, I thought of this. <laughs> I thought of the this. The exact same thing. Not even like, you know, has to be better. Yeah. You don't have to pay for it. It's not like the, the bottom one is north and the top one is south. Yeah. yeah. Just opposite directions. You yeah. just, boom, there's yeah. two freeways now. And it's the same thing, but. Yep. Just alleviates traffic because those paths, those routes that they're already on are the routes that they need to be. Yeah. Right? Like the five. It's a great freeway. 
goes all the way up and down. Build a second one right on top of it when you need to alleviate traffic. Yeah. It would work, but would it actually solve the problem? And this goes back to the DMA also. So this is weird because I kind of think that it would solve the yeah. problem, but I think it would create a problem of like an underworld because yeah. because there would be just a whole other world below the sequel. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like I don't I think my image immediately goes to like Batman Begins. Yeah. Where like it's just this dark underworld where like well, we're so used to driving with nothing above us. What right? if there was just something always above us as we're yeah. driving? It would be weird. Exactly. Yeah. That would be I just had to touch on that because yeah. uh, that was on my mind from email to, to Freeway the sequel. Yeah. But I mean, we're really good at doing that as humans, though. We always <laughs> fix things and then we make more problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't. And that's what I, that's what I, ooh, I have something else to talk about. Yeah. The issue of but sometimes. Have you ever had somebody come up with a solution and like, oh, but sometimes it does this. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, that's the reason they won't accept the solution. Mm. That's an issue that we have to get over. Yeah. Right. So like uh, there's this great technology YouTuber. His name's Technology Connections. He makes really cool videos about stuff like this. And he talked about this and I, it hit a chord with me. I love it because sometimes you'll, you'll present a solution to somebody and it'll fix 99% of their problems. And this problem is huge. But sometimes it does this thing wrong. Yeah. And they're like, no, nah, I don't want it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a robot vacuum in my house. It's fantastic. But sometimes it gets stuck in a corner. Yeah. And to some people, that's a deal breaker. I can never get stuck in a corner. But like six other days out of the week, I don't have to touch it. Yeah. That's and my true. house is clean. What's this? What's wrong with this one time that I have to go, oh, you little thing and put it over here? Yeah. You know? And just I guess like, the, you feel sorry for it. In it, my mind, the, the but sometimes for Freeway, the sequel yeah. would be, but sometimes, you know, the city that lives under the sequel turns to darkness. <laughs> the city you're talking about is a road. The whole town wouldn't be under the freeway. Well, think? Unless we just build another city on top of it. LA. I guess. LA too. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh gosh. Right? It's getting compact. There's these cities that are so dense. Just yeah. build a second one on top. Or just build a second Solve one Solve the problem. It. Solve. <laughs> Isn't that basically Seattle? Doesn't Seattle have a city underneath it? But sometimes it turns to darkness. Nobody lives there anymore. <laughs> they do, but they're all gone. Oh gosh. <laughs> Anyways, wow, what a what a life changing experience that I I feel like I've undergone through this conversation. I I'm not even looking at the clock. I think we're just gonna roll it out until it ends. But yeah. I will admit, folks, oh if you've if you've been with us this whole time, I have mad respect. If you've made it. Tell you what, DM me right now and be like, I made it through the whole thing. Yeah. And I'd love to hear thoughts for one, but I'd also just love to hear like a confirmation that you made it. I will have mad respect for you and I'd love to know who you are. If you just comment, but sometimes. Yeah, yeah. If you comment, but sometimes, I'm going to be like, dang, that's that's the realest yeah. right there. And I will have, again, mad respect for you. I'll give you a fist bump and a high five. Um, and like, it'll just sit in my heart forever. But that's kind of where we're going to call it. I think that's a, that's a good amount of the stuff we've gone over and like i said my, my life has changed how are you feeling bryce i was awesome if the math was wrong sorry by the way i'm not good at math <laughs> anywhere yeah, yeah. anywhere we did the math and it started to make sense and it was kind of adding up to equivalence yeah but if you're like that was the stupid way to do that nah just sorry yeah, yeah yeah no we're just here for fun we're not trying to you know change the world yeah yet if you want a washing machine or also just let me know if there's enough people that want them i'll make it i love it all right i love it <laughs> 
I'm so stoked, guys. Um, again, if you've made it through here, this is the hugest thanks that I can give you. Again, a amazingly huge thanks to Bryce. Yeah. Uh, it's been a pleasure to have you. Um, I'm so stoked that you were my first guest and that it, it just went so amazingly. Um, let me do this. I'm going to fly off the cuff here and give the sneak peek for the next uh, the next episode here as I look at my list of things that have not been talked about. Beef fed beef. Have a good night. Thanks again for listening to Dish Knows Nothing. Follow me on Instagram at Dishyman or email me at Dishyman at gmail.com. Hit me up with topics and questions that I can address on the show. Remember to rate and subscribe. It's truly appreciated. Take care and stay grinding.